Hey, Sarasota, it's Bob. So it's been a wonderful grind over the past 18 months. We've had some fabulous guests. We've produced over 150 episodes. and We've had over 10,000 listens from you wonderful folks in the greater Sarasota area. It's been a lot of fun, but also it's been a lot of work. And so we've decided to take a little bit of a break until this fall. When you check out other podcasts, you're going to see that most put out a new episode only once a week. We put out two, so of course that means there's twice the work. A lot of show notes, scheduling, guests, editing, etc., etc., etc. So we've decided to take a little break for the rest of the summer and we will resume this fall. And we'll let you know. But before I sign off, can you do me a little favor? Reach out to us via Facebook, Instagram, or LinkedIn. Drop us a little note. I'd like to know more about what you want to hear when we resume in the next couple of weeks. That'd be a big help because without you, dear listener, we would not exist. As always, thank you for tuning in. Have a wonderful summer, and we'll be back soon where you can listen, learn, and connect. Good morning, Sarasota. This is the Sarasota Stories Podcast. I just want to let you know that I am definitely pro-man. After all, I am one. But I often think that many women have a superpower to balance work and family life that I know I could never do. Imagine you have three children all under the age of six, plus you lead the top business association in the fastest growing community in the United States. That's a person I want to get to know. And today you get to meet her too. Hi, I'm your host, Bob Williams, and I really believe one of the keys to any community is when you listen to each other's stories. It's one of the true roads to the local culture and connects us in a way that cannot be done any other way. In fact, that's why I created the Sarasota Stories podcast. I started it so that you could get connected just a little bit deeper in this wonderful community we call home. In each episode, I interview a neighbor of ours who is doing great work and impacting our town in positive ways. So you'll hear from authors and artists, entrepreneurs, civic leaders, and others share how they chose their profession, what they're working on now, and what their plans are for the future. I'm delighted to welcome Brittany Lamont, President and CEO of the Lakewood Ranch Business Alliance. In this episode, you'll learn one thing most people don't know about Brittany, why she chose the Business Association Chamber Industry as a profession, how the Lakewood Ranch Business Alliance is different from other local chambers, why you should consider joining, and much, much more. Thank you for stopping by today, and remember to listen, to learn, and connect. Brittany Lamont, President and CEO of Lakewood Ranch Business Alliance, welcome to the Sarasota Stories Podcast. Bob, thank you so much. It's a privilege to be here, and looking forward to getting into some great conversation with you. Well, it is a pleasure to have you on, and you and I have a little bit of a business history before you out, were out at the Alliance, because you were at the Sarasota Chamber for a while, so mm-hmm. I kind of feel like I'm having another friend on the podcast, and that's always a lot of fun. Likewise. It's always good to see a familiar face and and reconnect here out here in the business community. That's great. That's great. Well, I told you, my favorite question to ask my guests in each episode is, what is one thing that most people don't know about you? So everybody had their thing during COVID, right? That they tried or, uh, you know, they became a chef or they whatever. I got really into juicing 
And it's the only thing I stayed committed to through COVID. Um, but I have like my routine every Sunday, avid juicer. Uh, there's some great recipes out there. Uh, hit me up. I'd happy to share what I do, but um, that's my like quirky. It's instant gratification. It's, you know what I mean? I don't know. It's one of those funny things, but I stuck with it. And um, yeah, I'm proud of myself. <laughs> Makes me feel that's, healthy. That Yes, it does. Yes, it does. And I have a juicer and my, I've driven my wife nuts because I'm a kitchen gadget guy and I got all of the blenders and juicers mm -hmm. and cutters and everything you can think of because I don't really like to cook, but uh, that that's pretty cool. So I, but I juice as well. So we're kindred spirits. There well, you that's go. Pretty that's pretty funny. So, so uh, are, are you native, Flor excuse me, are you native Floridian by the way? So I was born in Columbus, Ohio, but my family moved down here when I was two. So I am grown up Bradenton, graduated from Bayshore High School. Um, yeah, MCC, USF. Uh, so yes, and my husband's a born and bred too, Bradenton. Okay. Okay. Well, yes, that makes you a true Floridian then. Well, yes. Well, so, so in your career, you have been in kind of the nonprofit association area for most of your career. And what appealed to you about that industry that you looked at it and said, you know, I can make something here? So I always tell people I was raised by the business community here. Um, so I actually have a little bit of a unique story. I was at USF doing an, um, I was at USF getting my bachelor's degree and got approached um, by my professor to do an internship at the Sarasota Chamber of Commerce. And Funny enough, nobody in the class raised their hand because nobody knew what a chamber was. But I actually knew what a chamber was because growing up, uh, one of my good friends, Andrea Herkert, her mom worked at the Manatee Chamber. And she would bring us in and we would stuff bags for events or, you know, um, kind of do some different things like that. So I like raised my hand thinking, oh, yeah, like I can stuff some bags for an event. That, right. Isn't that what the, at that point what I thought the chamber was? Um, so I started this internship and I, for a really long time, I never left. Um, so I was communications manager, director of communications and events, um, and then vice president. So after 12 years and in, in working my ranks up at the Sarasota chamber, um, I moved on until recently last, uh, October ish moved into my role here at the Lake Ranch business Alliance as the president and CEO. I have often thought, as a matter of fact, I had Jackie Zazelski on, who's, of course, head of the chamber up in Manatee. And I said to her, I said, you know, I've often thought you're a young person. You're coming out of high school or college. You don't know what you want to do. See if you can connect with the chamber because you get just a wonderful view of the local businesses and really kind of the, you know, the pulse of what's happening in the community. So I met someone who actually did that. Yeah. And, and Jackie is very similar. She grew up the ranks um, right out of college with the Manatee Chamber. So her, her story is very similar. And I think, you know, since then, I'm sure she's she's the same way. I've had really a passion for internships. I've had various interns. I right now actually have a high school student from ODA um, who's interning for us. So I've done multiple job shadows through USF. Um, really have a huge passion for introducing people to the Chamber of Commerce industry and the awareness to the business community. Because you're right. I mean, you want to talk about uh, potential for future, you know, jobs for these interns. It's it's amazing. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I kind of look at internships as really like apprenticeships. I think it's so critical to have those in place because, again, you can study 
anything in college, and unless I guess it's one of the STEM studies, you can study something in college and still not really have a good handle on what you want to do in life. And if you can connect, you know, with something like the chamber, it gives you great insight. So, you know, two thumbs up on, on that for you guys. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, you know, when I started interning, I told myself, oh, I'm going to intern for a while. I'm going to go in the corporate world or I'm going to work for an agency. And the Chamber of Commerce industry just sucked me in and, you know, gave me the opportunity to grow. Um, I still get to oversee some communications, but my role is morphed so much more than that. So just because you start down one path and you think that's what you're going to do, sometimes you realize that there's other passions that you maybe weren't aware of. That's right. That's right. Well, so I'm familiar with virtually all of the chambers around here. Uh, you got Venice, you got Sarasota, you have, mm-hmm. of course, Manatee. You guys, you're not, are you even connected with the State Chamber Association or did you, was this set up separately because you don't have chamber in Lakewood Ranch Business Alliance? So what was that about? Right. So, um, you know, when this organization was, was founded, um, you know, well over a decade ago, coming on 17 years, we, um, you know, the group that formed them did not want to go with the Chamber of Commerce name. But, um, you know, many of the activities in which we do are what Chambers of Commerce do. And we are connected with the state um, and the Florida Association of Chamber Professionals, where, where I've been a board member for, you know, was a board member for many years, you know, and really the industry is a funny thing. So, I would say obviously 99% of, of organizations like ours call themselves a chamber of commerce, but there had been a movement in the industry um, in recent years to look at other names. Some people will be like a partnership an alliance. Um, so, you know, maybe call it more modern terminology, I think. Um, but yes, I, you know, what I tell people when I describe us is we are like the chamber of commerce here in Lakewood ranch. Um, we are here to support the business community. Um, we are here to be that power of connection for our members, you know, to educate them on those topics and, and the relevant things happening in the business community and really support the businesses here in the region. Um, it's a unique perspective that we uh, teeter both counties, right? Manatee and Sarasota County. So from that regional perspective, when there are issues um, that are happening or there is, you know, time in which we need to connect those both counties, I feel like we can be the conduit, conduit to do that. Well, it's interesting that you say that because, as I mentioned, I'm currently a member of the Sarasota Chamber, but I see you guys doing some different things out there. Tell us about how your DNA is different than some of the other chambers around here and and kind of what you offer. Sure. You know, I coming from the Sarasota Chamber where I have many friends and and they're a fabulous organization and and doing great things there in Sarasota. Um, Coming out here, one of the first things that I was so impressed by was what I'll call just the culture, the heart of the organization. Um, You know, it is truly more than just that, what we say, that power of connection. When I meet people um, who've been engaged in the Alliance, it's a very similar story, right? And a lot of times it's Hey, I moved into the area and I wanted to connect it for business reasons, but I also didn't know anybody, right? Nobody's from Lakewood Ranch. It's still a new community. So they got engaged in the alliance and they've made fabulous business connections, but they've made their lifelong friends. 
Alliance. The Alliance was really a welcome center for business professionals who were coming in the area. And I think that's almost exploded now. I mean, when you look at the growth that not only the state of Florida, but specifically Lakewood Ranch is seeing, um, whether it's from the Northeast, whether it's still our friends from the Midwest, California. I was meeting with a couple yesterday. Uh, They just arrived here from California in June. They both own businesses. They don't know anyone here. Um, You know, where I am also taking a look at is how have businesses changed, right? So not all businesses here in Lakewood Ranch are brick and mortar. There is a huge amount of gig economy or remote work here. So as I look at the future of our organization, I'm looking at ways in which we can engage the business community, even if they don't look and operate the way that we traditionally um, we're used to it or what maybe I saw, you know, in, in prior roles. Uh, I think as I get back to talking to you about like the heart of the organization, that's really the volunteers and the passion. We have eight committees um, that are jammed packed with people who want to help the Alliance grow, help our members grow, address the issues that are in the community. Um, we have anywhere from our membership committee and communications committee to our economic impact committee, um, our government affairs committee who helps us when we go to Tallahassee every year uh, when we go to meet with local officials, not only in Manatee and Sarasota County, um, but also within the region as well, state representatives. Um, So I think uh, our secret sauce, if I'm to kind of summarize that for you, is really the culture and the heart that we've been able to build out here. Um, And as Lakewood Ranch, as Lakewood Ranch as a community continues to grow, you know, I believe we have, we have a whiteboard in front of us, right? What, what the Lakewood Ranch Business Alliance will be in the future is based on what does the business community in Lakewood Ranch need in the future? And being in a community where we're only 50% built out, this community will double in size. Oh, wow. I think there's a lot of opportunities we haven't even imagined yet that we can support businesses here. Um, and that's, that's what I think is really exciting, you know, to be, to be in a community that's growing this fast, to be in an organization that has the opportunity to grow this fast. Um, but at the end of the day, we are a membership based organization and members expect a return on investment. So we work really hard to connect with our members and give them that return on investment, whatever it is they're looking for. Well, well, Chris Williams of Agento is one of your biggest cheerleaders. Yes, and he was he's the one, fabulous. Yeah, yeah. And I had him on my podcast earlier, so you can go back and and uh, hear our episode there. But um, he's the one who just said, "Listen, you need to go out there and take a look at what they're doing." So they're mm-hmm. doing some really cool stuff. And what I'm finding is is that you're you're filling in some of the gaps for me of what I want. And so I want to come out and really take a look at what you guys have to offer. But but Chris did a presentation out there at your place, I don't know, a month or so yes, ago. Yes, he did. He was business. one of our speakers. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, he has a tremendous story, some big setbacks in life. And he was able, mm-hmm. very resilient, able to come back. But he's the one who kind of really turned me on to you guys because I knew you were out there, but I'm just thinking, well, you know, why do I need to look around? But now I'm interviewing all you guys in the chambers. I'm like, Hey, you know, there's, there's some, some really neat offerings that I need to take a look at. So. That's wonderful to hear. And, and, you know, um, the best referrals are the ones that we get from our members and, you know, funny enough, I don't know if Chris mentioned it to you, but I don't think he started off as a chamber guy, right? He kind of was like, I don't know. I haven't really, um, you know, explored it too much. And I think we were able to really connect with him. And honestly, to me, that's, what's most important. It's, 
when I'm working with a business or an organization or somebody who wants to come out and join the Lake Ranch Business Alliance or Jenna from my team is talking to them, we want to find out like, what are your goals and what are you looking to accomplish? People engage in a different way and people find value in a different way. Um, so how can I deliver you value without knowing what it is you do value? I always say we're not FPL, right? You, you don't, you're not forced to pay us. We're not going to turn off your lights. We're an investment you're making in your company. Um, so I take being a steward of people's marketing dollars very seriously. And I want to make sure we're aligning them with that, those right options and finding the value there. I think that's very well said. It is an investment. And when you look at really the cost, pretty much at any level that you come in as a solo entrepreneur all the way out to a large corporation, you're really talking, you know, you know, pennies that it costs for you to get a tremendous connection to other like-minded people. Uh, and so that's why I always felt that like the local chamber and what you guys do are, you know, one of the best deals in town. Talk a little bit, then let's, let's kind of shift here a little bit. One burr I've always had in my saddle, being a longtime member of chambers, you know, throughout my business career is you see some folks that are really ingrained and maximize the value of the local chamber and then those that don't. So talk about from your perspective, you know, about those that get the most out of that investment versus those that, you know, they just wrote the check to be a member of the chamber and they're just kind of not there and not really contributing or getting value from it. So, so from your perspective, what does that look like? Sure. Um, you know, I think I'll start by saying people engage differently where people find value is different. So um, I think sometimes we'll all get into the motion of, oh, you need to come attend every event to to get value, right? Quantity over quality. And I think that's something I've really been talking to businesses about. Um, listen, right now, time, you know, times are tough for a different reason. So when the economy isn't as great, people will be out and about, maybe have some time. When the economy is really great, they're super busy and they might not have the same amount of time. Um, workforce struggles right now are real, right? People are having a hard time recruiting, retaining. And so to ask a company to engage, uh, maybe historically somebody would buy a gold table or they would, you know, come to all of these different events, but now they don't, they can't have their staff out for right. two hours at a luncheon. So it is for us to succeed. We need to look at how can we provide value without always forcing you to be there in person? Is it that instead, hey, you get a couple tickets, but we do some more brand awareness things, some social media posts after the event you sponsored, you know, some other benefits. And I think if COVID taught us anything, you know, it is that you have to be creative with your offerings and you have to really make sure that the members know like where their path to prosperity is. Because Bob, if I tell you, all right, give me two events, right? You'll commit that in 2023, you're going to come to two Lake Wood Ranch Business Alliance events. I want to make sure to give you and find out from you what is going to maximize that experience for you? Are you looking for larger events, smaller events? Who's your clientele? Who do you want to meet? Who do you? And if you can walk away from those two events saying, man, that was really worth my time, you are going to renew every year. Cool. So your engagement looks a little different, right? Maybe it's joining a committee. Maybe you don't come to events, but you join a committee and you help plan things. Or maybe you're involved in our public policy initiatives. I just, I think a one size fits model, one size fits all model is an outdated approach. And I want to make sure that we're being innovative 
and the ways that we can create visibility for people, highlight people, engage people, small groups, large groups, um, content-based networking, just traditional networking. Um, so that's, I think, where we, we as an industry in general, will have to continue to innovate to provide that value to members um, and that connection. So... Very cool. So I'm on your website now and you mm -hmm. have a number of different committees. You have communications, programming, membership, events, economic impact, government affairs committee, young leader alliance, which is wonderful, community engagement committee. Which one of your, I'm going to put you on the spot here. Which one are your favorites and, and, and which are the ones that you think are worth people taking a look at? Oh man, so I'm not going to pick favorites because I'm going to have the two of these committees calling me later. Instead, I'm going to I'm going to highlight uh, one committee because they are working on something that's very uh, time sensitive and unique. We do in the market, Great. and that is our community engagement committee. Yep. So every year, Lake Ranch Business Alliance does Alliance Gives Back, and that is a time in which we reach out to our nonprofit members and they give us projects that they need help with. So this could be reading to children. This could be washing vehicles at a nonprofit. This could be helping them stuff bags for a gala. I mean, name it. And we've had those type of projects. Then right. as a company or a family or a group of neighbors or whatever, um, you're able to become a team and be assigned to that nonprofit, sign up to do their community service project. It is, I think, one of the just warmest and, um, greatest experience we provide to people because it is a little bit unique. You can treat it as a team building exercise. You know, there's various things you can do with it. People get really creative. Um, it's a great way to highlight our nonprofit members and the work they're doing in the community. And sometimes I think people are looking for an outlet to give back. So this is a really easy way for you to be able to give back. This year, we're enhancing it even more. We've partnered with the Lakewood Ranch Community Fund, and companies can not only give their time, but there's going to be an avenue for them to give their treasure. And we will be awarding some grants to some nonprofit members of the Lakewood Ranch Business Alliance, maybe cool. those of them that didn't have a project that they could provide. Um, so instead, we could provide some monetary support. Um, so we're really excited about that. It's, it's a great feel good. Um, we'll announce our grants at our December luncheon. Uh, so it's it's an exciting, a truly great committee and a great way to great, gain awareness about the nonprofits in the region. Now, you also have over 100 events a year. You have monthly events, networking socials. You have alliance leads, membership luncheons, mm -hmm. lunch lunch with ranchers. Hey, I got to come to that one. <laughs> breakfast, breakfast with champions. And of course, you have your annual membership luncheon. Yes. What are, what are the ones that you enjoy going to the most? Right. So I say we have a mix for everybody. You know, you get your traditional networking. We've got some content networking in there. I'm really excited that this year we are bringing back our block party. So uh, if we all remember back to 2019 before COVID, uh, Lake Ranch Business Lines put on a great block party in partnership with uh, Lake Ranch communities and community activities. So it's a great way for residents to meet up with the business community. So think of a little bit like music on Main um, on the first Friday, but this is going to be October 21st. 
Um, so again, like I spoke to earlier, we're always looking for ways to connect um, the residential community to our business community. So for me, that's a great opportunity for those in the B2C market. So if you're looking to touch residents in Lakewood Ranch or to learn more about how you can engage uh, in Lakewood Ranch from a business or a residential perspective, there's so many clubs. I don't know if people know that the uh, I just heard the other day the largest cornhole league is in Lakewood ranch. So there is, I, you know, That's, that sounds like something that's been in Columbus, Ohio. I'm originally from Ohio. That sounds I, like I'm that. telling you, you know, you'll, you'll have to get up. Uh, you will have to connect with our buddy Keith from Lakewood ranch community activities. He's got, I think 90 different clubs that are a part of Lakewood ranch. Um, again, and what happens when you move to Lakewood Ranch and you maybe own a business, you join a club, and then you can be introduced to us here at the Business Alliance, and we can really help, you know, make sure Lakewood Ranch is your new home. That's neat. That's neat. Talk about the youth. You have a Young Leaders Alliance. What are you seeing with this group? We do. So, you know, listen, the future of the Chamber of Commerce industry is reliant on which whatever you want to call it, your YPG, your YLA, your MYP, whichever group you want to call it. Those are your future leaders. Those are going to be your board members in 10 years. Those I know for us here, um, my incoming chair, Eric Hansen, he was a YLA member. Uh, Amanda Parrish, my former chair, she was a YLA member. So, you know, for us, it's a way to grab them early on to be able, again, to create that mentorship with the business community. So we do a mentor connect event. Um, think of it a little bit like speed dating. Uh, you get to connect with three different business professionals and spend about 30 minutes with each of those. Um, and we match you up for more than just your profession for, you know, personal um, likes and dislikes, things like that. So really trying to mentor those who are new to the business community, show them the value of the Lakewood Ranch Business Alliance. Because like I said, when they're running companies one day and I'm knocking on their door for a membership, um, what a better way than, than right. remembering when we were there in the beginning. You bet. So you bet. it's, it's a great program to be a part of. And I think, again, as we look at um, whether you call it brain drain or, or some of the other uh, comments people will make about why do young professionals not stay here? If we can provide them a sense of community, if they can feel a connection to Manatee, Sarasota, Lakewood Ranch, hopefully they'll continue their employment here with our local employers and we won't lose them to Tampa and New York City and Chicago and those type of markets. Well, we, we were we were talking before I hit record about one of the concerns that you have, and I know most everybody does, which is affordability for some of these mm -hmm. young professionals coming up. Uh, excuse me, housing affordability. Talk about what are some of the conversations you all have been having around that? Yes, yes. So, um, you know, I think not only around the country, but obviously here in our local market, um, it was affordable housing, workforce housing, whichever you would like to to talk to about it. Um, it isn't every single conversation for every meeting that I have um, with a member. That's what they're talking about. They're talking about their recruitment efforts. They're talking about the retention efforts. Um, you know, they're sharing the fact that their staff is getting rental increases and, you know, how do wages keep up with that? Um, you know, we're still, yep. you know, average wage in, in Manatee County is still the mid forties yet people are spending way more um being able to live here, right? Way more than that 30% that that I believe is, is what is expected. Uh, we recently just had John Thaxton from the Gulf Coast Community Foundation yep, come I speak to our board. Yeah. Um, if you have not heard 
his talk on affordable housing, you absolutely need to. Um, it is so forward focused. Uh, it's really very little about how we got here, but more how can we get out of here? Uh, this is going to be, this is going to take everyone, right? This is going to take every business organization. This is going to take our elected officials, both counties, um, to really look at it. We, we need to look at uh, what can we do from not only trying to reduce the barriers for the building of affordable housing, um, but what what is going to be the best fit? I keep I keep saying to myself, it's like eating an elephant one bite at a time. There's not some kind of magic pill for how we'll get ourselves out of there. But I think there's a lot of forward momentum in the region right now that we've got to start working on it. And maybe it's 76 units at a time we do it. Um, but it is hands down one of the biggest issues that employers are having right now. And you're seeing employers in the market who are taking their own, um, doing it their own way, right? You know, you see down in sure. Venice I think with Sharkies and them building affordable housing. I think some of the manufacturers are talking about it. The school board's talking about it with, with the land that they, they own and operate. Um, you've got restaurants trying to bind together, but for the majority of our businesses that cannot afford you know, the nonprofits are even doing it right. It's um, I think it was Florida studio theater or one of them that are building affordable housings for their, their theater staff. So there's great examples of some work being done. Um, St. Pete, Tampa, some things that I think are, you know, people are really trying to gain insight and see how could we maybe replicate here. Well, it's, it's often been said that Someplace in the world, every problem that's ever existed has been solved. And so I think it is just finding that location that has solved. It. I don't know whether San Francisco, I don't know, I don't know, I don't think it's San Francisco, but San Francisco is way ahead of us as far as the housing pricing. But um, that every problem has been solved at some point in time. And it's just a matter of finding that and kind of copying that. So I, it is, I mean, it's a huge problem. And, and to give you perspective, I mean, clear back when uh, Kevin Cooper, was mm -hmm. president of the Sarasota Chamber. He and I were having, and that's probably six years ago. He and I were having that very same discussion. So I can understand yeah. uh, why everybody's concerned about it. Let's let's shift here a little bit. Let's talk about is somebody who may be thinking of joining Lakewood Ranch Business mm -hmm. Alliance. You have was it six different membership levels? You have Enterprise One, Enterprise Two, Enterprise One being that you know the small companies, one to twenty five, Enterprise Two, you know twenty five plus employees. Talk about the, it seems like there's something for everybody. You have associate level, corporate mm -hmm. level, executive level, presidential level. It seems like there's something for everybody. Yeah. Well, funny enough, after this podcast, I'm about to go into a, a long meeting to talk about how to enhance those levels and new benefits we're going to be rolling out um, here towards the end of the year. But yes, yeah, we have, you know, different ways for you to engage, um, you know, becoming a member of the Lakewood Ranch Business Alliance, whether it's at the enterprise one or two level, um, Jenna from our staff can help 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 engage you. But in addition to that, we have additional levels that can provide you visibility opportunities, um, can engage some of your staff in things like our executive academy, which is our leadership training, um, different events that you can attend, sponsorship opportunities that you have, visibility that you have here in the Lakewood Ranch market. Um, so I say if you are doing business in Lakewood Ranch or you are looking to do business with people who live in Lakewood Ranch or in the surrounding regions, um, I would love to have, you know, Jenna Nelson, who is our membership development representative, or myself, um, chat with you and, and talk about, you know, what are your goals and, and how can we help uh, become that power of connection for you? 
Oh, that's super. Well, you guys can be found on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, YouTube, but it's LWRBA. What is it? I can't, I blocked here. LWRBA.org. Yep. Dot org. And people could go there and find out more. I'm definitely going to come out and check you guys out more than I have already in the past. Well, leave us with some, some big sky stuff. You're CEO, sure. you're the president. Where are you taking your business? Right. Yeah. So I spoke to a little bit earlier when I said, you know, with the growth of this community, we we have a whiteboard of opportunity. Um, so what we're working on right now is really identifying what those needs are going to be um, for the growth of Lakewood Ranch and how we can be a resource to those businesses. We are um, enhancing the program offerings that we have. We just launched a new website, um, which you can check out if you if you visit our website. Uh, and really trying to make sure that we are there to to support um, the businesses here in the region. So there is, let's see, this would be month eight for me, month eight. Um, so there's some short-term priorities that that I identified that we are we're plugging through to enhance that membership experience. But um, stay tuned on the horizon. Uh, I don't think anything is out of the question. When the need arises, we're we're here to help address it. Well. I'm I'm going to kind of give you away a little bit here because not only are you the CEO of a 500 member plus uh, association with over 2,500 people that use Lakewood Ranch Business Alliance, but you just recently became mother for a second time. What was it? Two months ago? Oh, I'll top that third time. Third time. Yes. And so not so- only are you not only are you not only are you leading an organization like this, but you're having babies too. And I'm telling you, you guys are not the weaker vessel. You definitely are. <laughs> we men have it easy. Yes. Yeah, so we just welcomed um, our third child, our first baby boy, a third generation David. Um, so he is three months old. So Wonderful. I have uh Three kids, six and under. It is not for the faint of heart. Um, we have amazing family support, and and uh, my husband's an ER nurse, so we we negotiate between schedules and uh, figure out wow. where we need to be. But um, yeah, you know, just to for a second to speak on that, Bob, I will say that is the other thing that I personally. Um, feel like I have such a responsibility for, and that is um, for other working moms and other moms in leadership positions, right? I I personally look around and sometimes I don't see a whole lot of people who look like me who have young children and are in leadership positions. Um, So I think as as women are navigating this new world um, post-COVID and decisions they had to make, um, I really am passionate about making sure that women feel like they're supported in leadership positions and that my staff is supported um, and that, and, you know, if you got to bring that baby to work, you bring that baby to work, you do what you do. Um, and it, well, I'm very fortunate to have a very supportive board, um, who believe in my vision and yeah, we, we get it done. That's for sure. Well, Brittany, um, I'll give you a preview of life's coming attractions because we had six, <laughs> we had, excuse me, we had three under six, all daughters. My wife was working for the family business. She was vice president. It was in transportation. She, she had to deal with 200, 300 pound truckers all day yeah. long. And plus she was raising kids. So maybe the two of you need to get together and have coffee. And she'll give you a preview of life's coming attractions. Yes. Yes. Well, kudos, <laughs> you know, kudos to your wife um, for yeah. that. It's, it is amazing. So, well, listen, it's been a pleasure to having you on the show and uh, we look to have you on again in the future. And we want to see some more of that whiteboard stuff that you guys are putting in place there. And I encourage all of our listeners to go to the Lakewood Ranch Business Alliance. If you're a 
If you're a soloist, if you're looking to get connected, it's a great place. And uh, Brittany, you're going to be seeing me out there too. Thanks, Bob. Always great to see a, a familiar friend. And uh, thank you for sharing the stories of Sarasota and the surrounding regions. Um, so appreciate it and great to see you. All right. You bet you. Thank you, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you so much for stopping by. I sure hope you enjoy listening to our interviews as much as we do providing them. If so, would you do me a little favor? Go to sarasotastories.co and enter in your email. That way you'll get notifications of all upcoming episodes. Also, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And remember, no matter where you go, to listen, learn, and connect. <music>